Moncrief on News Talk. It's not bad for an inanimate object because it's been revealed today that Barbie, the movie rather than the doll, along with the Banshees of Inisherin, are to be included as part of the Leaving Cert English syllabus in 2026. So how does that work exactly? Dr Ellen Howley is Assistant Professor at DCU School of English. Afternoon, Ellen. Hi, Sean, or hi, Barbie, I suppose, as it should be. Uh, yes, yes, let's go party. Uh, maybe we'll do that later. <laughs> the, the, ha, ha, and why are movies included in the English syllabus at all? Well, I think uh, from from having a look at it this afternoon, it seems to have been around um, the year 2000 that there was the last big shakeup of um, the Leaving Cert and film was included there. Um, One of the things they do on the course is to think about film as a genre, like what is particular when we talk about film? What kind of things are we interested in looking at? How is it different from literature? It's an art form in and of itself. And I think there's real value um, that students get an opportunity to study that, you know, in the Leaving Certain and think about film um, in the same way that they might think about a novel or a play. Mm. But but then why not have then a separate module that's media, <coughs> media studies or film studies rather than I, putting it in with English? I, I believe there are proposals to kind of think about film and theatre as a new subject. Um, I'm not totally sure, you know, on the background of that, but it certainly is um, something people have spoken about. Media studies, I think, is something maybe slightly different. Um, but even in, you know, in our university in DCU, um, we would sometimes look at film and so on. They can be on a continuum with literature without kind of taking away from the study of, you know, the written word, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, and it would be used or film is used in a comparative sense, is it, rather than the study of the thing in itself? Yeah. Well, I suppose um, the it, it's part of the comparative question on the Leaving Cert. So students study one major text. That's usually the Shakespeare text if you're in higher level. And then there's a second question where you're comparing three different um three different texts, and they can be novels, plays, or films, although you can only study one film. You can't study multiple films as part of that, I suppose, to keep the uh, focus on the written word there. So you're thinking about something like Barbie or something like The Banshees of Inisherin in relation to other uh, books or other plays. So there's things like Pride and Prejudice on there, Daphne du Maurier's Rebecca, um, uh, Claire Keegan, small things like these, as well as then things like Sive, which is on in the Abbey at the moment, or The Crucible. So you're kind of placing the Barbie film in conversation um, with some of these other works. Yeah, and now and and so are the students working off the film per se? Or are they working off the script of the film? No, you'd be working off the film. So the difference between the film script is you would be looking at things like the kind of um, screenplay the so-called stage direction, even though it's not it's not a stage, but uh, students are looking at the film itself. So what are you actually seeing when you watch it? How is a scene set up? What's in the frame? What kind of colours are there? Uh, how do the actors look? How do they interact? What are the different kind of camera shots? So you're really thinking about film as as a particular art form. Yeah. they And presumably then, for the likes of Barbie... Uh, in terms of uh, a comparative question, you're going to compare it with other uh, works that deal with, well, I deal with feminism, I was going to say, but perhaps deal with an era before the term feminism was ever coined. 
I mean, exactly. Like, I again, like, I don't work in uh, secondary schools all the time, but my understanding from how it works is it's either, stu- uh, sorry, the teachers or this maybe the group of English teachers in the school will pick what three texts students are going to work on. So they might pick Barbie and they might pick, you know, other texts then to compare it with. And I suppose for the benefit of the students, you want to be picking texts that have kind of natural comparisons. So you could certainly see something like Pride and Prejudice having interesting (laughs) correlations maybe with some of the society that we see in Barbie. There's actually a clip in Barbie where they're watching that famous um, uh, Colin Firth scene from Pride and Prejudice Mm -hmm. where he comes up out of the lake which of course isn't in the book in case any students are thinking about writing about that particular scene <laughs> in their leaving cert. Yeah, uh, I'll, well, the backlash has started already, Alan. And I know this isn't, uh, uh, you, it wasn't your decision to do this. No. <laughs> uh, I just want to point that out. Uh, someone says, we're just trying to dumb down the English curriculum to try to get students more engaged in the subject. Surely there are more challenging films that could be used instead. I mean, there's a whole range of films that are on there, things like The Shawshank Redemption, On the Waterfront, The Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, so I don't think Barbie dumbs down the curriculum by the fact that, of it, that, that it's there. Um, I think you're being asked, you're asking students to think in a particular way about film and then think about it in relation to another text. So by studying Barbie, it doesn't mean you're not, like you could be studying John McKean alongside that. You could be studying... Daphne du Maurier, you could be studying Anne Bronte, Maggie, Far- Maggie O'Farrell. There's a whole range of authors there. And I think, you know, art kind of operates on a continuum. And if we're only studying really challenging stuff, then we're not thinking about other forms of art. And we need to interrogate those um, forms as well. So um, obviously it wasn't, it wasn't my decision. And in, in fact, I don't think it's Greta Gerwig's best film, but I think it's an interesting one to think about. In ter- there are a number of different questions that it raised, for example, like feminism, as you said, um, and, and gender. And, you know, it's, it's good fun as well. It's, it's okay to have fun while you're studying. I truly believe that. Uh, well, I mean, and, and you could very easily argue, I think, that, that the approach of Barbie it, towards the general, uh, the, the role of women in society, it takes a, it, it takes a, a comic approach to that, of course, but, but, uh, there's there's a lot of uh, um, depth for comparison there with other works that also deal with the role of women in society. Oh, abso- absolutely. I mean, something like Sive, which is on at the moment, is very much about how, you know, women are kind of seen in, in that particular society. It's different to the society that we're in at the moment. But, you know, 1950s Ireland saw women in a particular way. How are women being seen in 2020s America or, or a more global stage? Um, just because they're in different forms um, doesn't mean they don't have valuable things to say. And actually teaching comedy and and teaching kind of lighthearted stuff can actually be quite difficult, but the film has a lot of depth as well. I mean, it essentially starts with Barbie contemplating her own death, which is what Mm. most philosophers have have spent their entire lives uh, kind of contemplating. So there's a real depth there. It's just being as you say, um, transmitted in a more kind of comic and lighthearted form. And, and when students have to study a film like this in this context, how much study does that require in the sense of like, do you have to watch it multiple times? You would, yeah. I mean, I studied, um, when I was in the Leaving Cert, uh, I, I studied Casablanca, which I loved at the time. Mm. Um, so you would be watching it kind of several times, but particular kind of key scenes are ones that you would come back to and you'd probably end up writing about 
So that would, again, depend on what kind of uh, angles the teacher or the student is deciding to take on the comparison. So if you're talking about feminism, you might take that speech from um, America Ferreira that talks about uh, women and the kind of harshness that's placed on women's life. And then that might be compared with, for example, in Pride and Prejudice, the fact that the women kind of have to get married in order to, uh, you know, be able to survive. It's very much a kind of existential crisis there as well. Their their mother is worried about them having somewhere to live, having money, having finances. So the concerns are different, but maybe there's a kind of point of connection between uh, those two scenes, you know? Yeah. And and the other film we should be mentioned that's going to be included is The Banshees of Inna Sheeran. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we immediately go kind of, this is John B. Keane territory. Uh, the yeah. comparisons there are obvious. A hundred percent. And and yeah, uh, Keane is there. So that seems like a very natural comparison to look at Saiv and look at um, Martin McDonough. But I think, you know, and he's also a playwright as well. So, you know, potentially you could have seen one of his plays in the drama section there too. Um, one of the things I do kind of admire about the the new syllabus for 2026 is uh, there are quite a lot of new works. For example, um, Marina Carr, who's a contemporary author, her most recent play, Girl on an Altar, which was just on the Abbey in 2022, that's there. So that's looking at things like uh, vengeance, revenge in an Irish setting. You could easily make links with the Banshees of Inishirin there, although they're different forms or something like um, Colin Barrett's Young Skins, which is a collection of short stories, which kind of thinks about friendship, male friendship in particular, living in small towns and small communities. Um, so there's lots of scope there to think about um, what, what's happening in the Banshees of Inishir and in relation to some of these other texts as well. Mm. Now, when I did the Leaving Cert, uh, mm-hmm. it was under a hedge. Um, <laughs> but, you know, what? People often did, and it was obviously there was no films, and it was just books. He'd go and buy the mm. Coles notes. He'd memorize the Cole notes, and then vomit that back up again on, on, yeah. onto the uh, 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 the paper. And now, and, and it, but in using films, there aren't Coles notes to refer to. There's no play. It, it, so it, it is it the stress then very much on the student to come up with their own analysis and their own opinions. I mean, that's really the idea behind, um, I think, the comparative question. Now, of course, you know, resources are developed around uh, particular comparisons. And I think that's, say, the comparison of the three texts that I did in Leaving Search, which was Casablanca, Saiv and Pride and Prejudice. Um, I think that was partly based on the fact there was a kind of set of a Cliff Notes book that looked at the three together. So those resources do exist. But I think what is great about it is that um, it allows students to to see their own connections as well and to come up uh, with connections in kind of conjunction with with their teacher to kind of maybe see new things that that somebody else hadn't seen. And that's where maybe the perspective of, you know, the younger students who are maybe more online or reading more about Barbie or the kind of context in which Barbie um, came out of, they might have a different perspective than maybe a teacher who isn't online or is not kind of reading that particular context, you Mm. know, so they're coming from, they can bring that perspective to it as well. And that's where I think some of those more contemporary texts can be useful in kind of maybe allowing the students to come in with the knowledge that they already have to build from the base that they know from being online or talking to their friends and then use that as a kind of building block to talk about other texts and other ideas and and genres and so on. 
And when they announce that, the, you know, there's going to be uh, the inclusion of two new films, do they also have to uh, amend the marking system or, or, or equip the people who are going to be marking the exam papers, the leaving cert papers, because you don't want some, like one or two of our listeners, people saying, that's not literature, this is nonsense. <laughs> and no matter what you say about Barbie, it's going to be wrong in their eyes. Yeah, I suppose, like, it wouldn't change the marking scheme, no, because this is really just, um, it's really just a circular to say these are the texts that are on. And it doesn't mean that everyone will be studying Barbie or the Banshees of Inishirin. Um, That'll be very much kind of at probably a school level or a teacher level, whether they'll decide on that. And for those who are examining, then they'll get, like, you get training and kind of department mandated days where they go and they talk about how these things are marked. So they'll talk about how to mark something that's, you know, how to mark a piece that's written about film, but they won't necessarily have time. I mean, there's like over 30 or texts or so here. They're not going to have time to talk about every single one of those texts between the novels, the plays and the films. So um, what you'd probably find is certain texts do come up more than others. Teachers tend to gravitate, gravitate towards certain texts. So they, in that sense, the markers will probably be more familiar with some texts than others. And if they're not, they'll, they haven't seen Barbie and they have to mark an, an essay about it. They'll unfortunately have to spend the two hours watching Barbie if that's how they, if that's how they feel about it. Yeah. Have to, yeah, have have to do the to work, do even if you're you a have teacher. have to do the work, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Ellen, thanks for talking to us today. That was Dr. Ellen Howley there, assistant professor at DCU's uh, School of English. Uh, one texture says, uh, I remember hearing that... Uh, which is true, Jane Austen's book, Emma, <clears throat> was, uh, excuse me, was the basis for the movie Clueless. Uh, that, so there is a kind of a modern iteration uh, of an old classic. Uh, Jesus, an actual modern approach to leaving cert English. Instead of shoving boring, boring Shakespeare down our throats, now let's get uh, rid of compulsory Irish, uh, says another text. Well, I think that, that if you're doing, I think if you're doing the kind of lower level in English, you don't have to do Shakespeare, but it's still there uh, if you're doing honours. Uh, another texter says, is there a danger students might start thinking Barbie is actually a real person? Emily Pankhurst, Countess Markovitz, Rosa Parks, Mary Robinson and Barbie, uh, says Richard the Thatcher. You'd hope not, Richard. That's kind of pretty much the, the, the lowest foundation of what it is they're going to be studying. This is a, a, a fictional story. Uh, somebody else says, uh, I never played truant when I went to school decades ago. But if I was going to school now and I had to study Barbie... Bye-bye school, uh, says that. Uh, somebody else says, good God, how can you even compare McDonough to J.B. Uh, Kane? McDonough is a pure hack, not even a first cousin of a playwright, uh, says Owen in Portlaoise. Okay, uh, uh, fair enough. But I mean, I suppose that's, if you if if you were doing your leave and search, Owen, again, you know, and, and if you could present a cogent argument as to why that is the case... You know, you'd get higher marks for that. And uh, someone else says, are you joking? I had Romeo and Juliet, Macbeth, Peg and the mayor of Casterbridge from my exams. These kids are going to get to watch Barbie. And you have to walk 17 miles to school as well in your bare feet. Ah, happy days. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.